Welcome everybody to the Prolonged Engagement Show. This is episode 12. Oh my gosh, it is, isn't it? <laughs> you are here with the greatest two people to ever come out of the prolongedengagement.com, Kyle and Sarah. Follow the show on Twitter <laughs> at a brand spanking new Twitter handle at tpe underscore show tpe show is actually taken um there it's called the pro and in environmentalist or some shit and they called it tpe show on twitter and so i had actually i had actually made some um some uh hashtags so i did like oh you know like i tweeted out Oh, I have a new idea for the hashtag TPE show, and that hashtag is used for that other show. So go me. Yay. But no one follows us on Twitter anyway, so it doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter at the moment. Look at that. So, um, yeah, so follow the show on Twitter at TPE underscore show. You can go to the com for everything that we have ever done ever. And uh, you can also go to youtube.com slash the prolonged engagement show. The prolonged engagement show is uh, is exactly what you think it is. It's two lovebirds talking about a bunch of shit. Basically. So Are let's you do our start. Twitter handles? Hmm? I you didn't do those? F- oh. You can follow Kyle at Sound Overlord. And follow me at the Dark Raven Thirteen. <laughs> I have not. I have not uh, screwed that up so far. You're welcome. I love um, you. <laughs> so now, now I'm off track. Okay, so let's get into the what meat. Um, I don't like. So, uh, Valiant Hearts was a game that we got um, free. for free. In our uh, in our lovely um, PS Plus free thing. games, Sorry. <laughs> Valiant Hearts is a Valiant Hearts is a um, it's it looks like an indie game. However, it was developed by Ubisoft, um, much in the realm of Child of Light, which was also Ubisoft. developed by Ubisoft. Um, it and is it the the name of it is Valiant Hearts: The Great War, and so it's literally a story about World War One, which is not normally what you want to play a video game about. No, it's definitely not. And but this one is even it dip- is done brilliantly. Yes, it's even done in a way that I was surprised about, because when you think of a war game, you think of like Call of Duty or first person shooter. Yeah, you think of first person shooter. I haven't or seen more maybe a strategy game. Yeah. Like I civilization. Not, my nail. I have not seen a single one of the main characters or the characters that are played pick up a gun. Nope. Grenades, yes. Grenades, no yes. Plenty of grenades. Plenty of the I can't I don't know what they're called. What? Um the long ones with the head and you It's a grenade. That's not a grenade. Yes it is. No. Because the grenades are the round one where you have to pull the pin and throw. No, they're both grenades. They're both grenades? Mm-hmm. 
The okay. first one that you saw, the round one, that was the French grenade. Yeah. The ones that are that have the, the handle on them, the stick, those are the German grenades. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you'll find... That makes complete sense. Yeah. So you find both of those throughout yeah. the game. But you start the... Um, uh, I, I, don't give anything away because I start crying. Uh. The beginning of the game says... Okay. So, so you... Uh, it, it you know of course it starts with the beginning of the war the start of the war so um, Archduke Franz Ferdinand who was the um, the uh, going to be the successor of the Austro-Hungarian throne he was going to be the uh, yeah. the uh, the successor um, he gets assassinated yeah um, uh, I don't know who's assassinated for uh, by. I, I I don't know. I think it's I think it's a Russian. I think it's Is it a Russian or was it a German? Mm-mm, it was a Russian. It was a Russian? Because Germany was their ally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Austro-Hungary was allies with Germany. That's why Germany declared And I believe war that it's Russia, Russia because yeah, the first declaration of war was against Russia. So, and um And then Britain and France Right. Declared war on Germany. Germany Germany declared war on Russia. Russia. Then Germany declared war on France. Yeah. Then Britain declared war on On Germany. And then uh, France and Britain Britain declared war on Austria-Hungary. Why did they declare war on Austria-Hungary? Why not? Germany and Austria-Hungary We're are working allies. working together. They're allies. Yeah. Okay. But they're two separate... I know. At this time period, they're separate places. Uh-huh. At the time, at the yes, time of the turn so, of the century, so, the, is, so in 1914... So Russia and England and France are allies. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's where I was confused because we were playing it and I was like, or you were playing and I was watching. And I was like, wait, so that would mean Russia, France, and England are Yeah, allies. so Germany was stuck in the middle, between, stuck in the middle between France and Russia, Russia in the war, yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's what that was. Okay, because I was trying to understand that. Mm-hmm. That was my only confusion. I was, like, I was like, so wait, that means everything would be converging on Germany yes. and not outwards which is the movement of the war um yeah but a lot of the a lot of the um but you have to remember that the germany germany in 1914 was not germany that we think that of that we know of today and austria hungary took up an insane amount of land yes this is this is coming this... off of this is this is coming off of the 1800s when the the territories of was of the countries of Europe were still kind of getting locked in. the The actual territories of Europe weren't locked in until the end of World War Two in nineteen forty five. Yes. So, um, I babe, I've been there. I've seen it. They they still the architecture is very Germanic in that entire area. Mm-hmm. Because I've been to Estonia, uh, I've been to 
can't remember where else I've been over there, but it's because I went on a cruise as a kid. But there's a bunch of it all looks very much like it's part of supposed to be part of the same country. Mm-hmm. Like it's weird, but like you cross the border and all of a sudden you're from Estonia to somewhere else. Well, all of that Eastern Europe, Estonia, Slovakia, um, mm-hmm. you know, Slovenia, all those, all those yeah. Eastern, they were all part of the Austria Hungary yeah, empire. Um, empire. Um, and, uh, that was split up after World War One. Yes, it was World War I where they mm-hmm. split them. Yeah. Because, but it was World War Two where they split Germany. Yes. They took part of Germany's, Germany's land away. They, they split them up. They split them up in the end of World War One, but then it was split even further in World War yeah. Two. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the powers that won the war ended up splitting all that yeah. which was why there was such unrest in that area which led up to world war Two. yeah um not to mention germany had been just clobbered um in world war one so you it know they were it sadly. was it was the i mean it was the perfect storm. it was a perfect storm that 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 got hitler to to rise to power in world war Two. they yeah. they needed a they needed a quote unquote savior and he fit um, the bill. Fortunately, he fit the bill. Because he preached German. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a person who knows too much about it because of my interest in the Holocaust. He preached uh, German. Supremacy. Supremacy. Yeah. The blue eyed, uh, blue-eyed, blonde hair. Aryan race. Yeah. But, um. Okay, so let's get back into what w- the game itself. Yeah. Now that we have now we, that now we explain because gone into some history because the the whole beginning of it is just history. Sorry, I'm I'm taking Western I'm taking history of Western Civ at the moment too. So I'm like history crazy at the moment. You know, I mean, I could go into the things that led Actually up to led up, led to, up to, to World War One, um, but uh, which the game kind of does. No, not really. It's not pretty much fully. starts right then and there. It says, you know, Archduke Franz Ferdinand was was assassinated, and it started, you know, you know, declaring war all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so the uh, the beginning of the game says that in France, um, any German that was in France at the time was forced to leave the country. Yes. So there is this, I. Th- think his name is his name is Franz, right? Either Franz or Hans. It's Franz. It's Franz. I'm ninety eight percent sure it's because I swore it was Hans. All right, well we're gonna Hans call him we're gonna call him Franz. Because Hans sounds like such a German name to me. So does Franz. Yeah, they're both very German. Anyway, but so um, Franz is a German living in France. Fra- France with his wife and child. With his wife and child. Um. And uh, his wife's father is named Emil, and uh, so in the with Franz being, you know, taken out of France, um, he was, you know, as it was, uh, the men had to, you know, had to go to war at that point. They were drafted into it. So Franz was in the German army, and his father-in-law Emil. Was in the French army. 
and um, in and uh, when Emil uh, goes into the French army, he ends up meeting this um, an American this American named Freddie Freddie um, who lived in France. Yeah, moved to Paris. Moved to Paris to be with his wife, mm-hmm. who was killed by a German. Yeah. So he, of course, he he enlisted. He, he enlisted. Into the, <laughs> he enlisted into the uh, in, into the French army for revenge. Um, in order to uh, in order to take out you know this specific regiment in the German army. Not just a specific regiment, a specific person. Mm-hmm. And um, it just so happened that the 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 man who is leading this regiment is actually Franz's regiment, and um. The game goes through uh, the different points in the war, and you know it goes over how Battles you know, um, you know, Germany had started using chemical warfare. They started yeah. using chlorine gas chlorine and things gas, of that nature. Uh, machine guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the things that that led to trench warfare. Yes. Yeah. So um, the uh, so I'm not going to go in into the into the story. Because if you if you ever get the chance play to play it. this game, it's fantastic. I was it, we haven't finished it yet, but of the of the parts that we have played, it is stellar. Yes. And I wouldn't think that a game about World War One would be this gorgeous or well done. It's um It's a puzzle game. Yeah. It is a puzzle game. Um, Which is even more surprising, the fact that it's a point-and-click puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Um, it also has, there's also two other characters that Kyle forgot to uh, talk about. Walt the dog, mm-hmm. who was part of the German army, a Doberman Pinscher, that uh, saves Emil and is like, He's kind of just—he's a dog. He's like, I'll help anyone who loves me. Emil's first battle, he runs out onto the field and he gets shot and wounded, but and he is not a, killed. Yeah. So he's taken as a prisoner into the German army. Yeah. And then in 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 the regiment that is in charge of Emil's capture is actually Franz's regiment as well. So yeah, it's it's there's a lot of. There's a lot of crazy, yeah, and crazy storyline stuff that goes. And then one of it. my, I think she's my, my favorite character. Her name's Anna. Mm-hmm. She's a Dutch woman who was trained to be a veterinarian. Is that what Belgium, the Belgian people are? They Dutch? I believe so. Anyway, she's from Belgium. Yeah, she's from Belgium. Yeah, because I've been there. I think I think is it's Belgium, it's Belgium. the Netherlands, and Holland. Yeah, it's they're all, all Dutch, that. right? But she, yes. Um, no, it was Holland that I've been to. Um, but Anna was a veterinarian. Her father was a scientist. Mm-hmm. Her father is taken captured by the German army. And Anna has some of my favorite gameplay. Yeah. Well, Anna's her. father is actually the scientist <laughs> that is working for... Franz's regiment. So there you go. Everything's yeah. all connected. Yeah. So, but what happens? Because she's my favorite with her car. Mm-hmm. They take classical songs. Um, the I don't know the proper names of any of them. 
so don't shoot me. The the can can song. And so you you have to drive in a car. You're driving the car, and uh, there are bombs. Well, the car is it's the car is is facing is facing towards you, and so you just use the left stick to go left and right, and you have to evade things like um the um the first time that you ride in the car, you're evading um, bombs and machine gun fire, yeah. right? And then the second one, um, which is my which it's I Anna's was... yeah, it's Anna's story. Yeah. Um. And so you're actually driving from Paris to Marne. Yeah, that's right. You're you're driving back to her hometown in Belgium. Eventually, but she drives first to Marne. Oh, that's right. And then drives to um to 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 give to what is it called to take the soldiers to the front line. Ypres. Mm-hmm. Huh? Ypres. Ypres. They think it is. I th- I'm pretty sure it's Ypres. Don't kill us. Belgium. We're trying to. Say words and languages we don't know. Um, but uh, yeah. So you're the driving. The driving car mechanic is just going left and right, and the um, the the things that you're going away from that you have to evade. Um, they're timed with the music. Mm-hmm. So um, that dun 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 that that was uh they were barrels. that was during the the Paris to Marne one yeah and so you were actually evading other cars cars and, and barrels yeah of supplies that were falling off of trucks uh huh um and so it was really interesting because it was like the dun 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 dun, dun yeah. And a barrel would come rolling yeah, at you. Like, yeah, it would, and it tells you when and they're it coming. It. it alerts you to when they're coming, but you know that when you get to those beats in the song, that that barrel is going to be on that screen at that point. So, um, dun 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 dun, dun and so There's two barrels. You, you get you get little um, you get little signs, you know, alerts at the bottom of the alerts screen. at the bottom of the screen to say, oh, you know, a barrel's coming. It's going to be here and here. But you know that it's going to go with the music. Yeah. So you know, like you say, okay, I have this much time to get out of the way because, mm-hmm. you know, everyone knows these songs that they're using as well. So They're very you know. famous old songs. Like, mm-hmm. what was the first one? Because um, I even, I knew that one too. I can't remember. Uh, the first one's from an opera. I know mm-hmm. that much and I can't remember which one it is. It might have been like a Mozart symphony. It was a. Mo- I know it was like Mozart, but symphony, it was a. It was a German based. Number nine or it was a. It was a German based. Germanic based, symphony. Because mm-hmm. the first one was because you were driving in Germany, the second one you're driving in France. I, I couldn't even. I can't remember I gotta, what it was at all. Oh. But anyway. but I liked it because of how it worked. Mm-hmm. You could time it because of how the music roll went, right? And I love that mechanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was way cool. The her other mechanic is hard as hell, though. Oh, the uh, the bandages and the helping yeah. people. Yeah, there's this. Um, it looks like a bandage that goes across the top of the screen, and you have to click the uh, the um, the action buttons um, with the heartbeat. Mm-hmm. That's a it's a cool mechanic, but it's an interesting mechanic. It's just hard. The thing that I like about it is the um, the art. 
The art style's gorgeous. The art style is... It's really like nothing I've ever seen before. Um, every single every single man in this in the story is the big, squared off, mm-hmm. like muscular looking dudes. Every single one of them looks like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it 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 almost looks like paper. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, of course, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a the, you know picture on, on the thumbnail. So, oh yeah, um, I may include some a few screenshots in the blog post, um, but because it is it it really is a it really is a gorgeous art style, mm-hmm. um, and and it's not what you would expect from a triple A title. It's not a triple A title. I don't even know what the he- type triple A studio maybe. Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, yet a AAA studio like Ubisoft who puts together games like Assassin's Creed yeah. and, um, and Watch Dogs and, uh, and things of that nature. Um, so, y- you know, it's, it's not something that you're expecting, but it really is just, and the game works really, really well. Yes. Um, you move in your, um, you have no depth. In the game, it's only it's only uh, left and right. Yeah, and um, so e- everything that's in your field of view is um, uh, so if if you can s- if you see somebody that is in the foreground, he's not in front of you, mm-hmm. and if you see somebody in the background, he's he's not in front of you. So the only people that are in in your line of of fire, so to speak, is um, are going to be the people on your plane yeah and um so like you like you know when you go through the battle scenes and stuff there are some some explosions that happen around you but they're not near you because they're in the foreground and the background yeah there are some explosions that you have to watch out for that will kill you um but uh it's not and the the really the thing that i like about the art style is there's no blood yeah um well they're which is there was a little bit odd. Um, you see it in the bandages and things in of the that bandages nature. and such, but on Emil. But when when you see when you see the explosions and you see no the blood. people, yeah, and you see the people get. I mean, in the actual war, they would have been blown to pieces. Yes, and it just doesn't happen that way. And I think that that's a nice. It's refreshing. It's a nice thing to go about it that because. It, it's not realistic. Mm-hmm. The art style isn't realistic. It's more of a storytelling art style. Yes. And it's really, really quite beautiful. It's not... Because we've played Call of Duty. We've played all those type games where there is blood. And uh, I will not care. Because we've played... I don't remember what game we played. But it was... one of those war games or whatever and people were dying and I didn't really didn't shed a tear whatever but during this one I was bawling like a baby I don't know if it was just because of a dog or because of it's how it works it's odd the you really do have a an emotional attachment to these characters Mm -hmm. they don't look real no 
they don't speak. There's no. There's little bits of dialogue. There, but I mean, there's nothing. no. There's no real voice acting though. No. Um, there's no real dialogue. Um, I mean, you hear like Freddie's the only one that speaks English because he's an American, and so like you hear him uh, when he's like controlling Walt. When he talk, yeah, when he's talking to Walt. You uh, to to control Walt, you can hold down L one, and then you can press an action button to tell Walt to do stuff. And so, um, you know, when you when you do that with Freddie, he goes like, "Walt, come here," or you know, like, "Get out of there, get out of Walt." You know, and he like speaks like that. Um, but other than that, there's no dialogue. Yeah. Other than Emil that. does speak, but it's yeah. French. <laughs> yeah. So you hear, yeah, you hear some some French going on in uh, there, and then uh, Anna does speak, mm-hmm. but it's Dutch. It's not English. Right. Because they, uh, we've heard them all, and it's only it's only like if you know it's a short itty bitty phrase like that. Yeah, and it's talking to Walt ninety percent of the time, like to the other person they don't talk. It's yeah. all little when, bubbles. I like when Walt brings you something. Oh my gosh! Um, and then you take it from Walt. Mm-hmm. Everyone thanks Walt when when he brings you something, and it's in their language. It's, it's beautiful. Um, so, it's so Emil cool. would say like "Merci," you know, and uh, he merci, would say. Bon- uh, uh, it's uh, thank you, good little dog. Yeah, something like that. But you, you can you you, you get it, and then um, uh, you know, Freddie says that good boy, Walt. Yeah, you know, something like that, and uh, you know, but I I, I have no idea what Anna says. Honest again, she's saying uh, good dog. I, I I mean, I can figure that she's probably saying you know good puppy or whatever. But it's I it's uh, I, I'm using the German I know, mm-hmm. trying to. Related, because she says "gut," mm-hmm. yeah, which is the Germanic "good." Mm-hmm. So I can tell that much, but I can't tell if she's saying "good boy," yeah, like I don't know. Uh, like a uh, good dog or good boy or good dog. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's I- so. Uh, but I said this to you last night. I said by the end of this game, we're gonna know in three different languages how to say "good dog." <laughs> right. Um. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, no, no speaking, no. But yeah, the that's just I, I I'm just floored by the actual artistry that the game does. Yeah. And it's nice and refreshing to see a game do this, um, when you have so many out there that are trying to be those triple A titles. It's nice to play something that is. It's not shorter at all. No. It's, um, I played it for, I don't know how long I played it, but like I said, um, when I said to you, I was like, man, I've played this for, it feels like I've played this for a long time and I've only gotten to chapter two. I mean, yeah. And, um, sitting there, uh, I mean, I thought it was going to be a, you know, a shorter thing, but this is going to go out for a long time. It's going to follow the entire war. It doesn't Um, follow the entire war. I don't know what it does. I looked it saying. up because I had to know. I'm you sorry. Had to know if Walt died. I, I had to know if Walt died. <laughs> the, it, it's one of my things. I cannot play a game. I cannot watch a movie where a dog dies. I, you know, it's true. We tried to watch the thing, the original, the thing. No, Remember? the '80s one. The '80s one. Was that the original? One? That's the original. Okay. And so we tried to watch it. And 
Sorry, spoiler alert, but if you haven't seen this it movie. It happens in like the first 20 minutes. Yeah. The the dogs all die. Yeah. Because they're in, they're, they're sled dogs, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're separated the from thing, the humans. The thing kills the dogs. And what's worse is that they start crying. They start whimpering and crying. You almost didn't. You almost didn't watch. Um, I almost House didn't of, watch House Game of Cards or Game of Thrones or Game of Thrones. Yeah, House of Cards because or the, the first Walking Dead. You almost didn't make it through the yeah the beginning of season four. Yeah, well, that's right. I didn't <laughs> because the they had to kill the pigs. Yeah, because he killed the pigs, and then the other one they killed the dogs. This season, there was a wild pack of dogs. Oh, yeah. And I lost my shit. I was like, I won't. I was like, no, 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 no. But, but I, the, I, the, the first episode of House of Cards, when he sits there and it's in the first I don't know, five, five minutes, minutes, you know, and he just before sits there, you goes, even mm. know the characters. Yeah. It happens. You know, Frank Underwood comes out there and he goes, they, no. they they come up to him and say, someone's dog got hit. Yeah. The dog got ran over in the road and he's still alive. He's just whimpering. So Frank Underwood just sits there and snaps his neck. Just, you know, just cold as hell. Just snaps his neck and just goes, you know, um, I hate when suffering means nothing. You know? Yeah. Something like that. And I lost my shit. I was like, it's I- better just to put him out of its misery. You know? No, I lost my shit. I was like, no, I, I, I was like, so you can watch this. I won't watch it. I'm not watching that show. I'm not watching that kill that dog. Yep. And then in, and then in Game of Thrones, when they killed the wolf, Mm -hmm. they killed the dire wolf in season one. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. And for a long time, we did not watch it. Yeah, because Ned Ned was the one to kill the dog, and yeah. I was like, and no, I told you, and I was like, that was good that he killed the dog and not anyone else because he did it because he was, you know, that was a that was an animal of the north, and he was the you know the warden of the north, and it it was good symbolically. He he let it down fine, and it was all good, but no, you still didn't it. like it. No, kind of made it better with season that ending of that season. I'm, what? Or was it the end of the season, or was it like in the middle? When the, what? When what happens, the Ned happens. I don't want to spoil it, just in case anyone hasn't seen it. Wait, wait, that you think that was a good thing? Like I don't think it was a good thing, but I felt better because I felt like he killed the dog, so he, <laughs> the, the, so that 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 thing that happens to him is 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 okay now. Like, it's not okay. It just made me feel a little bit better because I was like, okay. That made you feel better. Yeah. If you heard a dog, you're officially on my shit list. The end of story. It's part. It's why I hate Joffrey Underwood. did that to him. Yeah. That was all Joffrey. I know. That's why I hated Joffrey, too. I you wanted... To- no. No. <laughs> I, I can't speak to you anymore. No, we're not talking about this anymore because I can't do it can't do it no 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 because it felt if i was like okay i was like but the problem the root of the problem didn't get fixed when that occurred it was me 
but the I, when that happened, I was like, the root problem didn't get fixed. He's still alive. I was like, okay, then I can put my hate onto somebody else, and then I felt better again. I'm sorry if you 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 if you hurt a dog, if you kill a dog in my book, you are dead. That th- that is why I cannot watch Old Yeller. I've seen Old Yeller. I hate the kid. <laughs> Peanut butter shotgun. I hate the kid. Um, that kid needs to go die. Hope he gets typhoid fever and dies. Anyway, so yeah, that's a uh, valiant heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you, I mean, I'm. I'm Guess it's a little little late now, but it was free on PS Plus. I think it was maybe the March. I think it may might have been one of the March games. Yeah. Um. So, speaking of uh, PS Plus, um, they had a flash sale that ended on four twenty. Um, <laughs> where it did. I just find that really entertaining. I know. Um. Yeah, the, speaking of 420, you know, because uh, recreational weed is, uh, um, well, the possession of weed in the District of Columbia is actually legal. Yeah. However, you can't smoke it. So, yeah, they still need to work on that. Um, the You can't buy it. It's illegal to buy it, and it's illegal to smoke it, illegal to eat it, illegal to everything out in public. So pretty much the only way that you could, um, you c- if you get caught with uh, two ounces or less, you're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can give away an ounce. up to one ounce, but you can't sell it. Selling it is still illegal. Oh, and you can grow it as well, um, but only within the district. Yeah, and um, it's ridiculous. And so if you wanted to, to partake in the marijuana. So the only way that you could do this completely legally without 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 any way without any anything that that you could do illegal is to grow your own pot in your own home and smoke it in your own home or in your backyard. Yeah. Okay. So your home or your backyard in the District of Columbia. That's the only way because you cannot buy it off of anyone. The, the sale and the purchase of, of, of marijuana is still illegal. Yeah. Um, that d- doesn't make any sense to me. They really need to figure that out. If, if I like that it's decriminalized. So it's not even legal. It's just decriminalized is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because technically they cannot legalize it. So we haven't gotten up to it, the uh, to our, the Colorado or the Washington. No, not even Washington they, State. They're technically right. even under federal jurisdiction. Yeah, Colorado like, and Washington can all go to jail. Yeah, federally, but federally, you're gonna get the FBI to come out there and bust a pot rank? Seriously? No, but we we talked about that in class. What? About how, oh, in the district, it's legal and blah, blah, blah. And my professor was like, no. They were like, it it's is. a lie. <laughs> they were, he it's was like, decriminalized. He's like, he's like, that's a lie. That's the state's not doing what they're proper to do and go and talk to the federal people and be like, hey, can we get this all worked out so that, it, that it's just taxed? 
like if they to go around this properly, they would have to de they have to make it legal within the federal government. Mm-hmm. Then the states would have to pass theirs. Right. Mm-hmm. So technically, in all technicality, it is still illegal to smoke weed in Colorado and Washington. Yeah, but it's the the federal government's not going to come after them. Oh is no, the thing, so. they're not. It's perfectly because, fine because there's too much other shit to deal with. Mm-hmm. I think they're more they're more worried about other things than yeah. than a couple of people smoking pot in Colorado. I'm in the I'm in the realm of. I mean, we could fix all of our issues in America with legalizing two things. Okay, weed, uh, weed and prostitution. That's it. Marijuana and prostitution. That's all you need to legalize and everyone's problems will go away. Everyone's. Because if you... the People don't think about... Um, there is this huge thing called tobacco tax. Mm-hmm. Okay? The tax on cigarettes and cigars is crazy. Okay? Yeah. People still buy cigarettes and cigars knowing that you're going to get taxed. Knowing that probably half of that, and I'm pretty sure that it is half, at least half, Mm -hmm. is tax that's going towards the federal government. Yes. Now, what if we did the same thing with weed? You're losing out on you're losing out on a ton of revenue for the United States and for uh, for municipalities on weed sales. Look at how much money goes into marijuana. Illegal drug circuit to get marijuana. It's an insane amount of money yes. that goes through there, and and the regular people don't see any of it because there's no there's no regulation on it. It's all black market. What are you doing? Did it? <laughs> You're just... Yeah, I told you to be careful. I was being careful. <laughs> Oops. But there's so much money that that could be that could be in put into it. So much. And um and the other thing that I just don't get is prostitution. I really just don't understand it. Why is that illegal? Can I mean can you can you explain that to me? Why is prostitution illegal? Why is it illegal? Um As I understand it. And I'm just a student. So you can't kill me. But it's because of the fact of what they're selling. Does that make any sense? sex is bad. It's not that sex is bad. It's the fact that they're, they see it as selling their own bodies. Yeah. So they don't but see here, it. But no, here's but the they thing. They don't see it as like, they don't see it as the sex of it. Mm-hmm. They see it as slavery. No. That's what they're claiming. No. Is that prostitution is like slavery, which when you do the research, it is. It is when they do it illegally, yeah. Uh for many many women, prostitution is not something they chose. Right. Right. It is because of the illegal sex trade that happens. No, I totally agree with that. And so there that's is. why it's illegal. There is legal but prostitution in one part of the Las country. Las Vegas. Las but Vegas. But that's because um 
I don't remember the numbers of it, but many women who do it there are because they want to. Yeah. Like, it's weird. Like, you, you look at all the numbers and you look at places like uh, the rest of the world. Well, he, here we go. Here we go. Well, like the red light district in in Holland, in Holland, mm-hmm. where it is legal. Right. Those women are not there by choice. Right. They were Another place that weed is totally legal and it gets taxed a lot. Yeah. Um but their red light district these women were told that they would get to go and have a career in dancing. Mm-hmm. They didn't know that they were going to prostitutes. Right. So I'm not fully in support of. I'm not in support of that either. Okay. Yeah. But you're, what you're talking about is where the woman is like, no, I want to be a prostitute. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, and more specifically, I'm not talking about just Vegas. I'm talking about one specific place. There's, there's this place that is outside of Vegas. It's called the bunny ranch. Okay. So there is, there's a place and this place is, it's essentially a brothel where, where, where ladies, where ladies, ladies are there to be prostitutes. Um, and, uh, and, and these ladies go there because they want to do that. Yeah. These are, um, these are women that they don't, um, do you want to hear something? I, I used to listen to there was a show there was a show that um it was a radio show in Orlando um it was in the middays on um and uh they used to um they used to interview they like the guy who who did the show was a good friend of that guy who owns the bunny ranch I have no idea what his name Hugh. is not Hugh Hefner this isn't Playboy it's different Yes, it's totally different. This is Bunny Ranch versus and Playboy. Are it's different. called the Bunny Ranch, and it's not Playboy. I thought that was the same. No, 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 no. Because I thought Playboy's out of L.A. Because I thought Playboy bunnies were prostitutes. No, no, <laughs> they're just there for Hugh Hefner to sit there and you know take his Viagra. I don't even think he does that anymore. <sighs> this is totally different. Okay. The Bunny Ranch is a is a brothel, and it's for everyone to 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 partake. But they um. There we go, baby. But these women are. Th- there was uh. They did. They've done. A f- they did a few uh, interviews with the ladies that that uh are at the Bunny Ranch. That are at the Bunny Ranch, and they said um. One of them said, "Yeah, I went to um. You know, I went to University of Missouri or something. She got her." She got her degree in like, you know, um, microbiology or something like mm-hmm. that. Like she got her degree there, but she didn't feel like that was where her life was going. She just kind of wanted to have sex for a living yeah. and went to the bunny ranch, and now she does. So I mean, in in that the- case, and and there they um they have background checks on the guys that come in there. Yeah. They don't just let anybody in there. So um there's background checks on the guys 
and um, and uh, the women have full say in in whether or not they feel comfortable. They feel comfortable with with this with the with the man or not. With the so, John. Mm-hmm. And um, and they have full control over over what goes down. Yeah. So in, in that in that regard, if 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 they legalized it, if they legalized it, and then made it like that, so. You know, the only places that you could go would be like bunny ranches popping up all around, all around the United States, exactly how it is there. And then you just tax the shit out of it. I mean, though, there are, I'm sure that there are lots of, lots of scumbag men out there that would love to just do that. Oh, yeah. And, um, and, uh, and, you know, why don't you just, it there's a ton of revenue there too there's tons mm-hmm. of illegal prostitution out there that um and, and uh and that money is not going to these to, to these ladies because they're pretty much sex slaves in the uh in the uh the illegal realm but you know yeah you just i mean if you legalize something you take away the illegal part of it um the illegal rings don't have any say anymore. If there is, most people don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. You know, like, um, you know, like I would, I would like to, I would like to try marijuana. I would like to try to try it like in a, I don't want to smoke it. I just, you know, maybe like a pot brownie or something like that. You know, I'd like to try it, but, I don't think that it's worth it to get in trouble about. Yeah. It's definitely not worth getting in trouble about. Now, if we went to Colorado or something or, or, or Washington state, you know, in Seattle or something, and I went to a dispensary, I'm like, Oh, it's, you know, it's legal here. That would be fine. But I don't want to sit there, you know, run into, you know, and just be like, Oh, well, you know, I want to try this and then get caught with it and go to jail and have fines and stuff. Yeah. And, because it's illegal, there's a huge, you know, there's a huge ring of, you know. Drug lords who are making millions. And, you know, there's less than savory things that go go along in yeah. that realm. But if you legalize it, then they That's don't gone. have that thing anymore. Because most of the people that have gone to them are going to be like, hey, you know, what you're doing is still illegal. I can go over to the store over here that's a regular old pot store and I can get it totally legal, you know, and I don't have to worry about it. I'm not going to I'm not going to buy from you anymore. Yeah. So same thing with prostitution. If you sit there and go, well, hey, there's this, you know, there's this brand new place called, you know, um, called the Kitty Lounge and I'm going to go and I'm going to go to the Kitty Lounge to uh, to to get my rocks off, you know. I don't have to come down to OBT and just pick up some random, you know, non-savory person, you know, just to just to do that. Yeah, it takes the legal rings out of it, I think. Yeah. Like I see what you're talking about, but then I feel like what happens to the women who have been victims? It I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You uh you take the money that you put into law enforcement the the money that 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 had been spent on on um on illegal prostitution and illegal 
and uh, illegal uh, marijuana, and you put that money into actually doing something about it. Like therapy. You know, um, and I'm not just, just talking about therapy. I'm talking about, like, busting the rings. Because there are, there are you know... Um, Um, that that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know, busting busting the actual ring. So if there continues to be illegal, because I I I I fully believe that, um, that there will be, you know, a, a, those rings will be, will diminish, mm-hmm. if you are able to legalize what they are making money off of. Yeah. So you can oh, put the same amount of money and effort into busting the ones that are still out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that with less of them, you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to manage it a lot better. Mm-hmm. In that case, so. But. What? Any rate, I like how we got into a weed conversation off of me buying a video game. Because I giggled. <laughs> um, I giggled. But uh. So let's let, let's let's talk about that. You know, let's talk about the uh, the flash sale that ended on four twenty. <laughs> um, so the flash sale had some of our favorite games. It had uh, well, um, Hotline Miami, which is one that you wanted. I, you you you've been you I know badgering. It. I tried it. You've been badgering me about it for a long time, I tried saying it. like, "Oh yeah, I, you know, I was really wanting Hotline Miami." Sarah played about like ten minutes of no, it and no, gave up. No, 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 no. It's not that I gave up. It's as hard. I'm not good at double joystick games, and so like you have to, while you're walking, you have to also spin your character to face the right way, or else he gets hit in the head with a pipe and dies. Over and over and over again. So I got Hotline Miami and then also on the flash sale, I had seen something that I was totally, totally up for. They had Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 that they had um, that they had taken from um, the uh, uh, the ports that were made to the GameCube. Mm-hmm. So um, that would oh, have been the ones that we had. So these these two games were um were were originally Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two on the Sega Dreamcast, yeah, which I actually had. I had I had a Sega Dreamcast and I had those two games. Um, and then so they remade them. They ported them to the GameCube later on, um, and uh, so the those games became Sonic Adventure DX and uh, Sonic Adventure Two Battle. Now it were it were these ports that they actually um, they actually made uh, that it was um, these ports that they ported to the PS3. So these are actually PS3 native games, um, and they're called Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two. They're not they don't have the battle or the DX after them. Okay, so that's why I got really confused when I saw that. I was like, mm-hmm. however, if you look at the credits, it says Sonic Adventure DX on it. It does. Yeah. And so, made a boo-boo. so it is the uh, so it is the DX port. Yeah, it's the um, that Sony created that Sony that Sega created, but it was ported to PS3. Now, so I so I played a bit of the um, uh, Sonic Adventure. So I got through 
Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and Amy. I'm currently on Big, and uh, and I haven't gone through any of uh, E102 Gamma. Um, uh, hello? What, what are you doing? <laughs> what, what, why, why are you, you... All of a sudden, you just decided to come up on my on my chest and, and lick my face? She wants you to cuddles. Okay. Well, she wants to cuddles. And, um... All yeah, so I went in that order. So Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Amy, and now I'm on you big. You clockwise. Yeah. Um, and, uh... I was able to get through these really, really quick because I don't... I can't even tell you how many times I've played through Sonic Adventure. I probably played through it at least three times while I was on my... While I was, uh... When I had my Dreamcast, and then um, I played through it—I don't know how many times on the GameCube. So um, at least twice on the GameCube. So um, I got through—I got through Sonic really quick. Got through Tails just as quick. Um, you know, Knuckles was—I mean, I can't even tell you how quick I got through Knuckles. It was insane, and. Um, and Amy, then, you did while I was. Amy was. Oh my god. Amy, you did. I was studying. I hate playing Amy's adventure. It's awful. She's just a bad character. Uh, well, I'm. She's not a bad character. Her gameplay just sucks because, it's you have to you have to uh, evade a robot for three stages for three action stages. That's just annoying. Um. But uh. I was just really, really excited to play those games again because it's just something that, you know, same reason why I bought, you know, um, the uh, the Neversoft Spider-Man game and uh, and uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. It's just for nostalgia's sake, you know. But I guess Alfie now is going to lick your face. Mm-hmm. And not let you talk. I'd really like to. Yeah, I'm seeing the uh, the bar go up every time that she licks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Alfie, don't pull my shirt down any farther. Well, yeah. at any rate. We haven't played Sonic Adventure 2 yet. No. That one's actually two-player. That's my so, favorite. Um, they, I, uh, why also, is it your favorite? Ciao. Well, there's Chow Garden in Sonic Adventure. I know there's Chow Garden, but they, I don't like how it works. It's much better in Sonic Adventure too. Yeah, the Chow, the Chow Garden in Sonic Adventure is so difficult to use. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the the camera in Sonic Adventure is just wonky as shit. It doesn't. It. I just don't like. And uh, w- what's the second reason why you like Sonic Adventure 2? It's two-player. Huh? It's two-player and has my favorite character. Which is? Shadow. Oh, I thought you were going to say that other one. Rogue? Yeah. I like Rogue, but uh, she's a really... But you can play in Pumpkin Hill I know, with Rogue. I know, but, but her... Um, Okay, because you have Knuckles and Rogue. I ain't gonna let it get to me. I'm just gonna. Fr- no, that's my favorite stage. That's my favorite my stage. But Rogue is such a difficult player to play with. She's the same as Knuckles. No, she's not. 
Oh, yes, she is. No, she's not. She works exactly the same. No, she doesn't. How so? The gameplay, like, it's not different, but, like, her handling is different. She does not fly as far as Knuckles. Really? Really. I can prove it. You're going to have to prove that to me. Because I, I have gone to the top of Pumpkin Hill with both Knuckles and Rogue, and Rogue did not fly as far. No, we'll have to do that in two-player. I'll boss play as Knuckles, you play as Rogue, and we'll see. She doesn't fly as far. We'll see. I will friggin' crash. We'll see. Like, that's my we'll only see. problem with her, is that she doesn't fly f- as far. But I like her a lot, and I really like uh, Shadow. Mm-hmm. My favorite is uh, City Escape in that game. Yes. The first one with the... That's a lot of fun. The first... Uh, um, stage. Isn't that Cream you play also in, in that game? No. Does Cream ever appear in a game? I feel kind of bad for her. Did you not see her in Sonic Adventure? No. I saw her three times in Sonic Adventure. I think, babe, I was either studying or asleep. When you come out asleep. of Castinopolis, mm-hmm. okay, and uh, you look up, you can see Cream flying in the in the center of Station Square. With her bunny ears. Yeah, with her bunny ears. She's flying with her bunny ears. She's okay. there. I've seen her three times. Because I played ca- through Casinoopolis three times. Um, because you play it with uh, Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles. I must have been asleep or studying. I think I can go back to it and show you. Kay. She's in it. She makes an appearance. I. But she's, she's not a playable character. No, she is not. No, she is not. Because is she a playable uh, character in Sonic Heroes? No. No, she's not. Uh, I feel really bad for her. Wait, I don't, I don't even know where she would be a playable character in. Uh, I don't know. Other than other than Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two, I don't really play Sonic games. So. The, because after that, they got really bad. Well, I mean, I thought that they did, but, you know. No, they got really bad. Yeah, five-year-olds play them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, the, the problem with Sega is that, you know, they just make the games now. Mm-hmm. And Sonic is just a money trap at the moment. Mm-hmm. He's been a money trap for forever. Just like that new game that they made. the Sonic Boom. Which is really. There's actually two Sonic Booms. There's one for the one for the 3DS and the one for the Wii are two separate games. Did you know that? They have two different names. Why? Yeah, there's a. I think the one for the Wii is like Rise of Lyric. Oh, God. Sorry. And the one for 3DS is some other name. I can't remember what it is. But yes. But they, uh, they I, I saw I saw a play I saw a, a let's play of of Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric and it was like so I'm like no that's that's no Sonic game to me my Sonic games are Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two that's what I say yep but at any rate yeah but uh, there's something I wanted to talk about because I found this out this week go for it and it makes me angrier than a wet hornet all right <laughs> so. I don't know how many people know, but I am a huge, I may be the one of the top fans of Halloween Horror Nights mm-hmm. at Universal Studios Orlando. 
That you are. Um, start looking at it the day it closes shush. for the next year. Yes, I do. Uh, I'm sorry. It is honestly my obsession. I go out and I look for haunted houses and I look at stuff like that. Finally got to work in one and that was the best experience of my life. Sorry. <laughs> I loved it. But, um, so. You didn't work at Universal though. You worked no. at a, a Petrified forest. forest. If you ever get the chance, go. Go to the Petrified Forest. It's better than Halloween It is so much better than Halloween Horror Nights. Much scarier. Um, so, but what happened, but uh, they released, so they said that Jack is the icon this year. Mm-hmm. They've announced that, which made me happy because Jack is my favorite. Mm-hmm. He's my favorite icon. So I was like, hell yeah, it's totally going to be all good and it's going to be awesome. Their contract with AMC has come up. Fuck you. And the news has announced that the first house is going to be The Walking Dead. Fear the dead. I just... I've had it. That... (laughs) I've had it. I, I found that out. I've had it. I found that out and I immediately said, I will not go. I won't go into that house. I've had it. I will not now, go. No, that's not true. You will go. I'll end up going. I'll go because I'm a huge fan. Because the last sets year's are fantastic. Dead house was really good. The sets are always the first two were horrible. Crap. The last one was really good. Yeah, the last one they finally got their shit together. Yeah, and they actually did really good like Easter eggs for the fans. Like Herschel's the cool head. Thing, the cool thing about about the um about those houses are um the, the first time that they did it, um it felt really they, rushed. Well, they they uh they mashed um season one and season two together in the house. Yeah, and it so was the, too much to do the, in one house. I don't I don't I don't agree with that. I do. I don't. You can there was only six episodes in season oh, one. Oh, I forgot about that true there was six episodes in season one um and then they went to the 16 show model with season two and so on and so forth um but season two was only at herschel's farm so in big enough space it was only at the farm so it worked well that they were able to you started in the hospital then you went to the the store where he found uh, Andrea and Glenn and all them, and then or, a- or Glenn found him, him. Yeah, rather, and um, and you know, and then it went to the you go through the barn and and all I guess whatever. But, um, it was uh, yeah, it was just I thought it was fine, but then um, the the next year was it focused on season three. So you got to see... Which um, I thought was much better. You got to see... What's that place called? Uh, Woodbury, mm-hmm. right? Um, I thought that was better because they the centralized Walker it. And the Walkerhead tanks and things like that yeah. um, with the governor. And uh, and then... It was better than the first one. This past this past one was, was season the best. four. Um, they did a really, really good job mm-hmm. with it. Um, they made a lot of the scenes from the from the from, from the, the shows show. um they put a lot of those scenes they like recreated what they actually looked like um, so for the fans from, it was fantastic yeah. so if you had seen the entire season 
I mean, you were sitting there going, wow. I mean, I actually feel like I'm in the, I'm in the show. I'm in the show. And Whereas you didn't get that. Long. With the, you didn't get that with the season three. No, house. but it was long. It was really long. Yeah. It. I mean, how long did it take us to walk through it? Five minutes maybe? Yeah. It was long. Which worked with it like. Well, they had taken up that entire soundstage, um, soundstage which was crazy. They yeah. don't ever do that. But it worked because it made you feel like mm-hmm. you got lost. If you've never been to, to, to Halloween Horror Nights at There's, Universal okay. Studios Orlando. Can I explain they, this one because it's my favorite? I'm, I'm talking about the sound stages. Oh. They put the haunted houses um, in the sound stages that are between um, Universal and Islands of Adventure. Um, and so they, they, they build them in there. But normally these sound stages are big enough to where you can put two houses in the same, in the same stage. Yeah. Um, but... The Walking Dead one took up the entire soundstage. First time they've ever done that. Right. And they herald that too. This like, first time you will blah, blah, walk in the the longest house we've ever created. Which I was like, it's great. Fine, okay. But you can't do the same thing four years in a row. Yeah, I'm just a little tired of it. And... Um, we've been going to Halloween Horror Nights since 18. This year's 25. Right. Um, 18 was Bloody Mary. And, we, um, we didn't get go into any houses because I was a big chicken shit. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna the be, first time you went, yeah, you didn't go into any houses. I couldn't because I was so afraid. I was so afraid of what that was. But I can tell you there was not any movie titles then there was like one or two it wasn't where it was a majority of yeah i think you're right titles of movies the next one 19 was 19 um, that was oh that was silver screams that was silver screams so i got into one house (laughs) you got into two i got into two which is very entertaining leave it to cleaver yep and the saw Saw. house which if if y'all know me i don't do well with blood which was very entertaining. Sarah picked the two bloodiest, houses nastiest houses to ever. go through um, for her first two houses at Halloween Horror Nights. It was disgusting. <laughs> saw was horrible. <laughs> like, I loved it. I loved the Saw house. Great, yeah. It was but a fantastic house. you had never seen house. any of the Saw movies either. No. By that point. I, I saw them after the point, po- after that. And I realized how fantastic that house was. It was a really good house. But Leave It to Cleaver was one of my favorite ones for how it, it was comedic-based. It was a comedic-based house. Yeah. Um, and the joke was that you were going into a family butchery as the food. <laughs> yeah. You you were the food source. And it was a... Um, y- you were the one who was going to get eaten. Yep. Yeah. So cannibals. But I liked it because of the fact that it wasn't a movie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't recreating it was own, a it movie. Was their it was thing. their own idea. Yeah. Your which 20 I liked. was 20 years of fear. 20 years of fear. Um and I went through 5 of the Yeah, you went through eight. F- 5 of the 7, 8. I thought that they didn't have 9 at that point. No. We only missed 2. Two that year. Two that year. And so I went through five. I don't know. 
Oh, I only missed two. You missed three. Yeah. That's right. Because I, I wouldn't into, go into I went the into the Chucky house. Yeah. Because I wouldn't go into Chucky. <laughs> yeah. I went into the Chucky house. You didn't. Um, but. Um, 20 Years of Fear. Uh, 21 was Lady Luck. Yeah. But every year they've gotten more movie titles. Mm-hmm. Or endorsement from movie deals or television shows. There was a werewolf. There was a Wolfman one that was, that was about their... Oh, my God. That was an awful movie. That was an awful movie and an awful house, as you said. Yeah. Oh, we didn't go on that one. No, you did. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Oh, you didn't go in? Yep. Someone told me it was an awful house. That was that was one of those... That was the year that where we missed the two. That oh, was okay. one of the ones that we missed. But um, it was a fucking awful movie. Um, but my favorite houses that they've always done is not the movie houses. Right. Which is why Walking Dead has been the bane of my existence now for four years. It has not been my favorite house. My favorite house of all time is has to be The In-Between. The In-Between was a fantastic house. I think that was year 22? Yeah. 22, you think? 22, 21. Yeah, something like that. But the the the, the basis of the storyline for the in-between was that you were walking into a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. Two college students had played with a Ouija board and opened up a portal, and you were going in. It was also in 3D. And it was in 3D. They gave you these 3D glasses, and they made effects like... Oh, the most um, genius effects in the world. There was this... The the thing that that pops out to me the most is that um, it, 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 they there had three was glass paints, and um, with the way that the the it refracted off of the lenses, it looked like there was a wall there, um, and then all of a sudden a scare actor comes through the wall and I shit my pants. It was yeah. it was scary. Like it was this house was fantastically done because. Uh, then they had those the first, um, the first they had those, the, those the strings, strings that you couldn't see with the glasses on. <laughs> well, no, because when they lit up, they were like neon colored. Mm-hmm. When they lit up, it refracted off of the lenses, and it looked and it made it look like you were stuck in the middle of a neon spider web. And it was, oh my god, that's the only time that I've ever been legitimately afraid for my life yeah. at at Halloween Horror Nights because I'm normally not. Yeah, I normally go to HHN. To look or at the sets, to look at the sets because they're gorgeous and they put a lot of they they put a lot of money into making these yeah. sets or the um or their makeup which is sometimes great yeah other times it's crap yeah they put more money into sets into uh well they put there's certain ones that they put a lot of money into and, and then they tell. just and you can really tell with those and then there are some that just you know they said uh, we, we have about. House. I think we have like ten bucks left. Um, we can make a house on ten bucks. Yeah. And then they make it, and it looks like shit. Yeah. The one that um will probably like um what was the one last uh from dusk till dawn? Yeah. That was one of those ten dollar houses. Yeah. Yeah. M- but I will say my ultimate favorite house of all time mm-hmm. was Twenty Years of Fear. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, and it wasn't because it was scary. It was oh because no, it, it was, was scary. Nostalgic. It was nostalgic, but it worked. Mm-hmm. And there were some scares. There were some really were good really scares. Good scares. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed how they did that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really excited to go to um Hallow Scream at uh yes. Bush Gardens Williamsburg yep. this year. Uh, 
What time are we at? 112. One hour and 12 minutes. Okay. But I was uh I was going to talk about Bush Gardens too. Is that okay? Or do you want to, do we need to end? Because I'm all excited for their Hallow Scream. Mm-hmm. Well, we haven't been to the one in We in haven't been to the one up here. We've been to the one in Tampa, which is fantastic. Yeah. They've, um, they do stuff for their scares that I think are really great ideas. Well, they actually make scares. Yeah, they make, they, they create ways to do scares. It's not just the set. It's not just let's try and be cool. It is honestly all about, I want to make you shit your pants. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, at least that's they, how it was in, in Tampa. I don't they know got how you. It is in, they got you pretty damn good. They got me really good. I love that. Um, there was this... Um, My height ruined it for me. It's not called a carousel. It's not a merry-go-round. It's... Um, the... It, when you, you, go to, uh, you go to a playground and there's that spinny thing that has these bars on it. You guys know what I'm talking about. We all about. know what you're talking about. But and so one of the, one of the bars that came down... Actually had a mirror in it. There was two mirrors. There were two mirrors, so um, it looked like it was empty. When you looked at the, when you looked down at the, at the thing, um, it just looked like it was uh, like you could see right through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at my height, I, I mean, I you missed I, it. I, th- I thought that you I was it. seeing I the other her. side of it. Sarah was just just short enough to that, see like a tiny little blip of it. I could see the actress. And she went like this to me, and I and I I stayed quiet and I pointed so to you. There was a damn scare actor behind that mirror, and popped out into <laughs> my face, and I went to go change my pants. <laughs> he he literally pushed me. <laughs> like I don't know if it was to save yourself or to save me, but you pushed me away, so that I was running, <laughs> and you're like, <gasps> I swear to God, <laughs> it was fantastic. Oh my God. It was terrifying, terrifying. So I mean, I've I've told people I say I go to Halloween Horror Nights to look at the sets because most of them will just go roar, and then I say move out of the way. I want to see the the nice thing behind you, um, you yeah. know. But at 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 Hello Scream, I sit there, I scream like a little girl, and I cry and yep. poop my pants. Yep. I will say, being working with scare actors who have worked at Universal have had their training, and they told me their training. Mm-hmm. Compared to what I was doing at the Petrified Forest. Mm. At a Petrified Forest. Mm-hmm. I keep saying the uh, Petrified, and that sounds so stupid. Um, but they told me they're training. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not scaring. Right. You're not doing anything to elicit a response. You're trusting sound cues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, a lot of the a lot of the stuff that they have at at HHN is where they have a speaker above where somebody is supposed to come out, and you can always tell where they come out. Yeah, every it's single so time. It's so obvious now. Um, they they don't do anything that's don't out of the it. ordinary. At, no, not at anymore. Halloween Horror Nights. It's um, there's a I can see that there's a wall there that somebody's gonna come out of there, and then I just I look around the wall and I say, "Are you coming out yet?" And then they come out, and I'm like, "Okay, I knew that." Yeah. But then, the, so they have a speaker in those areas, and then so normally, noise. so normally the person will will stand off in the background, and then they'll hit the button to make the sound, and then they'll come out. 
so they don't they don't tell their scare actors to say anything. They're not supposed do, to say anything. They're not anything. supposed to say anything. They're not, they're not supposed, supposed to scream do anything. Or anything. Yeah. They're not supposed to elicit a response out of you. Right. They're just supposed to lunch. And most lunch of the people, in a step. And most of the scares are, uh, you know, I'm sorry if you're listening to this on MP3. It's just like this. That's what they do. That's With a how knife they were in trained. Their hand or something like that, and that's all you. That's all they do. Um, they don't scream at you. They don't do. They anything. don't do anything. Um, because I worked at APF, mm-hmm. and we were trained to do stuff. Yeah. To elicit a response, and yeah, there's so, a difference of being, you know, scare actor trained. So at at Halloween Horror Nights, Halloween it's more Horror about kind of being startled. It's all about the startle response. It's all about the, you know, getting the, oh, I didn't expect you to be there. Um, but there are, but the ones that like Hallow Scream and A Petrified Forest, they're, they're trained to get, get in your a face and scared reaction out of you. And it works. It works. And that's why I like it more. Any of you that are going to be in Orlando, Florida, during, um, during October or the end of December, right? December, September, end of September and beginning of November, the first two or three days. Go, go, go to a petrified forest. It's in Altamont Springs, which is north of Orlando. Yeah. It's this tiny little podunk thing at the corner of uh, 436 and 1792. And um, it doesn't look like anything. It, much. it literally doesn't look like anything. It just looks like a bunch of boards up on the side of the road. It's fantastic go it'll scare the pants off of you it'll yeah. it's it'll it'll the, be it, awesome he I came through uh you said you really enjoyed it i that. really did there were two there are two uh well last year there were two uh two, two trails two trails um you pay something like 35 bucks to walk through both of yeah. them i mean that's like nothing Compared to the they're hundreds of dollars that you'll spend going to halloween they're long. and they're really long it takes about 10 minutes to go through one yeah 10 minutes per trail i think i think that's how long it's and it's 10 minutes of scares <laughs> oh yeah you, there's no there's no part where you're not getting scared and the parts that you're not getting getting scared it's the suspense of getting scared they y- do you know something is coming for you they do a really really good job at at upping the suspense yeah they really really do it's really it's it's fantastic and i i can't i can't you know um I, uh, I I can't uh, uh you know speak about it enough. It's 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 great. I miss I miss so much. I know, but you're not gonna get that type of experience again. I know. It I've was, been it's a you know, even if you do like one up here, it's not gonna it's be not the gonna same. be the same. Uh and I tried. I'm looking. Because I want to. I wanna continue and get better at it. I don't know if it's worth it. And continue my craft, but anyway. Because uh Bennett's curse. Well, if we end up moving back to Orlando, then you can do that every every October. Yay! Will you have me back? I'm sure they will. Maybe. Sylvia liked you, so. I miss Mama Sylvia. But um. At any rate. But that um. But yeah, I'm annoyed with Halloween Horror Nights because they're getting wussy. Yeah. I honestly feel like. I told you that I was like. I don't really. Yeah. I don't really want to go down there. I'm. I'm really. I'm really at this point. I'm kind of like 
hey Universal, why don't you go do what Disney's doing? <laughs> yeah, you know, do That's, it, do it, do it, do a parade, do a cute little parade, give out some candy, give out candy, and go do don't some cute things. Anymore. Stop doing scary because you're sucking. Like, I love, I love Halloween Horror Nights. I have been a fan forever. Like, even before I could go, I was a fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I was scared shitless to go. <laughs> but I was still a fan. I loved Jack and The Undertaker and uh, The Storyteller. And The Wrestler, The Undertaker? He does this the, thing no, where he, what like, the f- he gets, on the, gets Kyle, on the bars you know and who I mean. And, oh, okay. I call him The Undertaker. I know it's not, that's not his proper name. That's his name. It's, it's the Undertaker. It's the Undertaker. Yes, I thought so. His real name's Atticus Crane. Of course, I only would know that because I'm a super nerd, and I love my Halloween Horror Nights. Um, but it drives me insane because they went from being creating icons, mm-hmm. people that um, the fans could actually want to follow and want. And yeah. want to come back year after year to movies. Mm-hmm. I, if if I want to go watch a scary movie, I'll go to my DVD case and grab out Chucky or Saw yeah. and watch a scary movie. Mm. Like, I will probably go to Halloween Horror Nights, no matter how much I will hate it. And be annoyed with it because they did another Walking Dead and more movie stuff. But I'll probably end up going. If we if we go, we go. If we don't, we don't. I yeah. don't really care. So Ooh, I would I'm looking more forward to when uh, when Annie and John are going to be up here at the end of the at the end of October. Yeah, That's I'm more I'm more looking forward to being able to do something like that and go do something new. If, I don't even know if they watch this, but if they do. They're going to be on the show that week. They will. And I also want to do Let's Plays with them, too. You so. want to do a Let's Play? Mm-hmm. Which one? I don't know, like Mario Kart or oh Super gosh. Smash or something like that. <laughs> Annie's really bad at those, so. <laughs> Why would you want to do something that my best friend did? Annie is really, really bad at Nintendo games. She's just really bad at them. I don't understand. She's really, really good at other games. Uh, like, um, what was that? Not, she was kicking ass not, on. Not uh, Dying Light, but the other one. The other one that came out right before then. Um, um, with the barbed wire. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I can see the... Shit. N- I, I can see the Xbox game case with the barbed wire coming out of the woman's mouth and all over her face. It was a really good game. And Mark played it. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. Markiplier played it. But yeah, she was really good at that one. She yeah. was fantastic She's, at um, it. And, and there's other games, you know, Fatal Frame. That oh, she... She's really good at at those types of she did, those uh, types of mechanical games, but oh yeah. when it comes to Mario Kart, girl just can't no can't do it no. Um, when her and I used to have our sleepovers and we used to play Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. she did really good at Haunted yeah. Mansion until I started screaming. Oh yeah, I'm getting but, too uh, comfy. At any rate, yeah, we gotta fix the chair, and uh, we gotta we gotta end this thing. <laughs> it's getting long. It's getting I long, know it's getting, getting long. long. Every time we're getting longer and longer, people aren't going to want to listen to us. No, we, we, it was an hour last last week. Yeah, but we used to be make sure we were like fifty minutes. Yeah, I normally say about fifty minutes we start to end this thing, but I was really, yeah. Okay. 
we wanted to talk about shit. So I there know. you go. That's this whole show is about two lovebirds talking about random shit. So that is how it's gonna have to be. Okay. Hear me? Yeah. Hear me? Yeah. Right. Cool. You ready? Yeah. What time is it? Three twenty. I'm hungry. We got a show tonight too that we gotta go I see. Know. So I gotta get ready. Oh, we're gonna try district taco tonight. That's gonna be good. So, Should we uh, do a uh, food adventure program for awesome people? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'll take a picture. I don't know. Food adventure program anyway. for awesome people. Okay. So, uh, all right, everybody. That was, uh, was episode 12 oh. of the Prolonged oh Engagement goodness. Show. LB. My name is Kyle. And I'm Sarah. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at Sound Overlord and at the Dark Raven Thirteen. Coo coo coo. You can follow the show at TPE underscore Show. Go to the prolongedengagement dot com for everything we do. Uh, check out the check out the new homepage. Um, I actually have the the videos on the homepage now. Um, it looks pretty cool. I like it. So how many pictures that the taking pictures? It's uh, it's easier to, you know, to see what's what's latest on the uh, on the page now, um, as well as youtube.com slash the prolonged engagement show. Um, join us on the uh, join us on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash the prolonged engagement. Um, and um, yeah, I think that's We're good. That, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I love you. Love you too. Okay. We'll see you guys next week.